Welcome back, friends. Wherever you are in the world, wherever you are listening to this, maybe it is spring for you. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it is spring. And I hope it feels like that. To me, in the Pacific Northwest, I am still wearing heavy sweaters. I am still wearing long jeans. I've worn my sandals one time, but that was on a quick errand. So wherever you are, package up some of that spring and send it over here. (laughs) I would love to see a little bit of warmth, reduce some of the layers, and just start feeling like I can go outside for a long period of time and enjoy it. The other day I was at soccer practice. We decided not to cancel, even though the rain was coming down, puddles were covering the field, and the rain was not just coming down, it was coming down sideways. But note to self, teenage boys love that. I had one out of a group of 10 who really would have preferred to stay home, but once he got into the swing of things, once he started playing, he warmed up to the idea. But spring... Oh, how we waited for you all year long, and we can't wait to bring you into our home. So that's what we're talking about today. Five ways that you can bring spring into your home, whether the rain is pelting down sideways or you are full on sun and warm. You're going to want to grab a notebook and a pen so you can take some notes on how we can bring spring inside. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, Home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style. Where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. One of my favorite parts of home decorating is the transition of seasons. And transitioning from season to season looks different every time. It's very different than decorating for Christmas. You know how you kind of long for those boxes that you bring down and you can't wait to unwrap the treasured ornaments and the tchotchkes that you've collected throughout the years? Spring or decorating for spring can be a little bit different. Like Christmas, you may have a box set aside that has all of your spring-like items, and I do want you to be thinking about that. But before you pull it out, this would be a great opportunity to go through and decide if this is something that really should be brought back into your space, or you should start from scratch. So when we think about transitioning from winter into spring, there are some things I want you to think about. What's happening outdoors? We're going to mimic a little bit of what's happening outdoors and bring it in. So For me, you already heard my sad woe story (laughs) that I am still wearing sweaters. I'm still wearing long pants. I am still, there is no hint of spring yet other than in the flowers. And I'm going to pay really close attention to that. But I know too that spring is coming. For us, it's a little bit late this year in terms of warmth and that's okay. But I know traditionally, generally, and a lot of times in the places you live, what we see when we see spring is we see days that are getting longer. In fact, this morning when I went to go work out, I left home before six o'clock and I could see the hint of 
daylight. I could see it. It wasn't quite there, but the sky definitely was a lot lighter than it has been. And I know that when I come home after my son's soccer game, it is going to be light out still. Days are longer. The sun sometimes is out a little bit more, but it's bringing the warmth and it's definitely changing and transforming the scenery. There is green everywhere and not just dark green, but the chartreuse. Have you noticed the chartreuse green that is just on hillsides, in yards? It is all over the place. Teeny tiny little blooms. My very favorite right now currently in my front yard is the camellia and it is in full bright pink glory. So I take it back actually. I said I decorate for the seasons a little bit differently than I do for say Christmas where I'm waiting for those boxes to bring down. I've waited all year to unwrap the little treasures that are inside. But waiting for spring is kind of like that. Waiting for fall is kind of like that. Waiting for winter, waiting for summer, it is all like that. You've waited an entire year. And if you're blessed to live in an area where you do have distinct four seasons, it kind of comes in like that Christmas box. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because as we start thinking about how we're going to bring spring inside, how we're going to mimic the things that are happening outdoors, we actually need to go outdoors. Your very first assignment in this is to take a walk. And I want you to be mindful of the things that you see, the things that you hear, the things that you smell, the things that you touch, the things probably you're not tasting, but you could if you allowed yourself to. What is happening outdoors right now in this special time of year? During this walk, I want you to put your phone away. I want you to go without distraction. So if that means leaving the dog at home, do that. If that means going out after kiddos have been dropped off at school, do that. Go take a walk and see what you see and smell what you smell and linger just a little bit. What are some of the things that you're noticing? And not just the big picture, but I want you to get microscopic. I want you to think about the things that you're seeing in your yard. The things that you're seeing, not just in your yard, but in the corner of your yard. And not just in the corner of your yard, but on that bush that is blooming. What's happening there? Do you see bees buzzing yet? Do you see blooms happening? Do you see small bursts of color? What colors do you see? Is anything fragrant yet? One of my very favorite smells of spring are the spring flowers. Hyacinths immediately come to mind. And the minute I see them popping up into stores, maybe even like in February around here, sometimes the end of January around here, because we are a little bit more, even though I do complain about the cold, it is a little bit more temperate. (laughs) So they do kind of pop, pop up so that we can start purchasing them. I immediately go and I smell and smell and smell. I am literally the girl who stops to smell the roses. Instead of going into the store, I'm going to hang out with the flowers. (laughs) But daffodils, daffodils have a smell too. Have you noticed that? I just brought some in for Easter in my home and they were just buds, but daffodils are so lovely. The minute you cut them, put them in, in water, they are going to open up almost instantaneously and they have a light fragrance to them. What do you smell? When you think about spring, what do you smell when you're out on this walk? A few weeks ago, I hosted a workshop where I was teaching you how to really understand your aesthetic. And part of that training encouraged you to find an inspirational photo, maybe on Pinterest, maybe in a magazine, but find that photo that really 
kind of calls you, that kind of beckons you forward, that really invites you and encourages you to linger in that space and to imagine that you're a part of it, to imagine that you're sitting on the chair or at the dining room table or whatever piece of furniture is in that picture so that you can experience the room that way. That's a little harder to do, but outdoors, as we're taking this walk, I want you to do that. I want you to linger and take some time. I want you to, I want you to be curious and give in to your curiosity. Unlike the picture that you're looking at, you have to kind of imagine yourself there. But here, when you're on your walk, you don't have to imagine. You just have to go. You have to give in to that curiosity and wonder, what does that bud feel like? What does that bird song really sound like? Are you getting where we're going here? We are going to really explore our five senses in terms of spring through the filter, the lens of spring. What do you notice that you see? What do you hear? What can you touch? What can you smell? Taste, we might have to imagine a little bit more. You're writing down all of your observations in that notebook that you're carrying with you, and you're not necessarily filtering any of the observations you're making. This is a chance for you to just get it all out. Whatever you see, whatever you think about that reminds you of spring that you see right now that you can touch, that you can feel, that you can smell, all of it, you're getting down on paper. Later, you're going to go back through and filter, but right now, now is not the time. You're making every single observation. Do you see ladybugs out? Ladybugs with spots? Great. Are you noticing the slight color variation in daffodils where there's a lighter yellow petal and then the darker yellow cup? and the fringe around the cup, what are you noticing? You're going to write it all down, remembering to be really curious and really microscopic. And then when you get home, make yourself a nice cup of tea. Still try to stay distraction-free. And I want you to think about what spring feels like. What does it feel like? Does it feel like warm sun on your face, a cool breeze on your face, sideways pelting rain? (laughs) Does it feel a little unexpected with sun one minute and then hail the next? What does it feel like to you? Write those things down and then I want you also to think about favorite spring memories from your childhood, from your college days, from two days ago. What, when you think about spring, what does it remind you of? Does it remind you of frilly dresses and an Easter egg hunt in the backyard? with tulips in the background? Does it remind you of a sun-kissed afternoon sitting on grass that needs to be mowed? Or maybe you get the waft of fresh, freshly mown grass? Does it remind you of your first picnic and the sweet taste of strawberries? Not quite ready, but you really want to give it a try. Does it remind you of going to high school softball or baseball games and sitting for hours on hard bleachers, but knowing there's going to be sweet victory and a pizza at the end. Does it remind you of freshly laundered sheets blowing in the breeze on your grandma's farm? Write all of these things down. Write everything that you've noticed on your walk, everything that you're reminded that spring feels like, and the memories that spring conjures. As we start thinking about how we're going to take all of these things that we just did a great job of brainstorming and transform them and make it translatable into your home as we bring in spring decorating, what you need to know is that we are not necessarily going to be literal. 
We are not necessarily going to bring in the hard bleachers because spring reminds us of the softball game, (laughs) sitting on hard bleachers and then the pizza at the end. We're not necessarily going to be literally decorating with pizzas. But what was the feeling of that time? Is it the warmth and the coziness and the extra layers that you had to put on in order to watch that softball game? Is it the cozy factor of sitting in and squeezing in with all your girlfriends in the booth at the pizzeria? What is it about that moment that thinks that reminds you this is spring to you? What is it about that picture of going to grandma's farm and seeing the laundered sheets hanging on her clothesline and blowing in the in the breeze? Is it the giggles because you and your sister were running through and playing hide and seek behind the sheets or grandma coming after you and saying, come on in girls, we have cookies for you. What, what is it about those memories that make you think about spring and how can you translate the feeling that is associated with that memory into your home space? And sometimes, maybe, for you, it's a feeling that you don't want. And in that case, we don't necessarily want to translate it. We want to leave that be and start creating fresh new memories here, right? But if you can imagine in those moments, in those feelings, in those memories, what were the things that your senses were doing? How were your senses ignited when you were looking at the laundered sheets, playing, giggling with your sister and having grandma invite you. And what, what did it smell like? Can you go back there? What did it smell like? Did it smell like cotton? Awesome. And if that is the smell, guess what, friends? You have now the scent of spring for you. What were you listening to? Giggles? Yeah, light and laughter. We might not want to play light and laughter giggly soundtracks, but I bet we can probably think about some music and some songs and some soundtracks that mimic the feeling that those giggles brought. We might not necessarily have cookies out on the plate every day, but the the feeling and the warmth of grandma inviting us in, grandma thinking about us, making us cookies, extending the invitation just in being in her presence... That, my friends, is a warm embrace. And that can be felt in the way that you present your home outward to others. So as we're doing this exercise, some of these ideas are going to be translatable directly. Like the smell you smell. Oh, fantastic. I can get a hyacinth smelling candle. Some of them, however, are going to be ones that you need to dig a little deeper and think about the feeling that those things associate, that are associated with, and how you can bring in some sort of representation of that feeling into your space. And that's where you're going to go back to your five senses. You're going to bring that feeling in through the lens of your senses, that feeling of warmth that warm embrace, that feeling of invitation by grandma, that feeling can happen in layers and texture. That feeling can happen in coziness. Okay, great. We're getting somewhere. What does cozy mean to you? What does cozy feel like? And through the lens of a spring filter, what does cozy look like? Is cozy a soft, warm pink blanket or is cozy a soft, warm Christmas green blanket. Decorating your home is so much about the feeling that it presents, but it's also about the things that you see, the things that you touch, the things that you smell and hear. So I want you to go back to that list that you made. 
the one that you made from your walk. And I want you to think about the things that really grabbed your attention, that really felt like you were pulled in. Is there a way that you can translate those into your home space? Is there a way that you can bring about the way that you felt captivated when you finally noticed that daffodils are two different layers of yellow? They're almost ombre. And they have a subtle striping on it and then a fringe around the cup. You were so intrigued on that walk because you went just from observing to microscopic. Is there a way that you can translate that observation into your home? Maybe for you, it's a matter of bringing in fresh daffodils, but maybe it is the representation of the daffodil in the cozy factor on your couch. Maybe you have a slight ombre look happening on your couch where you have a blanket that has some fringe, very similar to the fringe that's on the cup of the daffodil, and then you have two shades of yellow that are represented in the pillows. Bringing in spring doesn't have to be as overt as a sign that says, hello, spring, or an Easter bunny perched on your mantle, though it could. There are no right or wrong answers. Bringing in spring is a matter of the heart. Bringing in spring is a matter of the observation. Bringing in spring is a matter of having the feeling represented sometimes in a physical way. So what does that mean to you? What does spring look like to you? To me, it looks like bringing in sprigs of twigs that have little buds so that they can burst and bloom inside in a vase. It looks like bringing in and clustering more groupings of green plants. It means having some fresh daffodils on the mantle. It means taking out the heavy layers of blankets and replacing them with ones that have just a little less bulk. It means bringing in the pillow that has a subtle floral to it, though not so much because I still want my creamy base pillows. It means having a beehive that my boys and I collected a couple years ago on a walk during spring. It means having that sitting underneath a cloche on my dining room cadenza. It means bringing out the aqua dinner glasses for dinner and putting away the football napkins and replacing them with the floral ones. It means taking off the evergreen wreath from my front door and putting on the forsythia wreath. It means bringing in pops of yellow because we are still cold here. (laughs) And I want the idea of warmth, and I want that idea of warmth represented in the lighting I infuse into the space, as well as the color that is shown throughout the room. Friends, I invite you to come into the Facebook group and share with me what it is spring reminds you of and how you're bringing spring into your home in a way that might be a little bit more subtle this year. As you bring in spring into your own home and as you think about transforming and translating those feeling words into your home space, if you need any help, I encourage you to reach out and book a decorating SOS call. Those calls are designed especially for this, to help you design a plan that is just right for you, that helps you know which step to take next, and the one after that, in order to transform your space into a home that delights you, kind of like the way grandmas did with the warm cookies. I'll leave the link to book that call in the show notes. Until next time, I'll see you soon. 
Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.